We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to Total Information AM with Debbie Monterey. I'm Megan Lynch. Former President Donald Trump added to his Iowa victory yesterday, picking up yet another win in the nation's first primary in the new in New Hampshire. Former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley told supporters she doesn't intend to drop out despite finishing behind Trump. Well, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And you know. Last last week, we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she pretended she won Iowa. And I looked around. I said, didn't she come in third? Yeah, she came in third. Covering the New Hampshire primary for CBS News, correspondent Matt Piper. He joins us now. And Matt, first, you know, before we get into some of the issues there, let's talk just about the numbers. What did we see when it came to voter turnout and who got more votes? Hey, Megan and Debbie. So voter turnout, there were, you know, a couple hundred thousand people who came out to vote here in New Hampshire yesterday. But Trump did edge out Haley by about 12 percentage points. You know, pollsters and other, uh, you know, political analysts that we were talking to said, look, if Nikki Haley really wants to stay in this and have it be a serious race, she probably needs to be within single digits of Trump, but that did not happen. She was wound, wound up being about 12 percentage points behind, and we called it only about 20 minutes after the polls closed at 8 p.m. Eastern. So it was quick, just like last week in Iowa was. And Nikki Haley, on the eve of New Hampshire, began attacking Trump a little more than she ever had before on the campaign trail. Of course, after the polls closed, as we heard just a brief clip of Donald Trump, he really went after Nikki uh, above and beyond making fun of her name and questioning whether she could run in the first place. I, I guess that's not necessarily a surprise. No, I mean, it really happened, I would say, really since Iowa, maybe in the last five to six days where they really started to go after each other, especially after that moment where Donald Trump seemingly confused Nikki Haley with Nancy Pelosi when he was talking about January 6th. Nikki Haley went in on him after that, just saying, you know, he's too old. He is not possibly all there. I mean, she really started to do that. And then Donald Trump flipped it around and tried to go after her. So there was definitely some mudslinging here in the last couple of days. And yes, leading into yesterday, it just kept on going. And as you just heard in that clip, uh, Trump was saying, why did she claim or make it sound like she won again? So he's still going in on her as well. Let's talk about the breakdown of the votes by demographics from, you know, what we can glean from exit polling. Who voted for Trump? Who voted for Haley? Yeah. So in terms of who voted for Trump, he won across a lot of margins, just like in Iowa. He won against uh, along men, women, 
all different age groups, including uh, people who are white and even non-white. As for who voted for Haley here, it was mostly college-educated people and those with higher incomes. Now, we describe higher incomes as those making at least $100,000 or more. So that's really kind of how it broke down here in New Hampshire. She says that she is not going to drop out of the race. I'm not sure at this point, maybe it'll be dictated more by whether funders start to pull out because she still has at least a month to go before South Carolina. And Senator Tim Scott from her state was up on stage with Trump last night. He's been all over the news this morning, really already stumping for Trump and not uh, the woman from his own state. Exactly. This is all a money game here in the United States, as I'm sure your listeners know. I mean, there's exactly one month from today when the South Carolina primary is. That is a lot of money. I mean, these candidates are on private planes. They have buses crisscrossing the states, crisscrossing the country. There's going to be a question here on if her donors will stick with her, you know, or if they'll say, look, based on what we've now seen across two states, it seems that people want Donald Trump and this may not be in the cards for you. So do we keep handing you you know, hundreds of thousands or maybe even millions of dollars, depending on some of her larger donors? Or do we have a serious conversation over the next few days or weeks and decide to stop, you know, giving money? So really, if she stays in it for the next month, it's clearly a wait and see game. Uh, The numbers right now don't make it look great for her in South Carolina, but we'll have to see. I was going to ask you more about that. You know, she's the former governor. So, of course, everybody's going to know her record. So, you know, is that good or bad for her? Absolutely. I mean, look, as it is right now, it seems that Donald Trump is beating her in polls in South Carolina. So over the next four weeks, you are going to see her in every corner of that state. You know, Ron DeSantis back in Iowa used to say, look, I've been in all 99 counties. I've been here for the last year. He made it a point to visit some more than once. That was his whole thing. I'm going to keep coming here. I'm going to visit everywhere. I'm sure Nikki Haley is going to do just that. In her home state, there's obviously those, as you say, who have a history with her, who know what she was like when even when she was a state rep before she was a governor. I mean, this is someone who's a career politician in South Carolina. So there's certainly those who know a lot more about her than other people in other parts of the country. What is in this for Nikki Haley? She's not going to be Donald Trump's running mate, most likely. Uh, So she's not running for vice president. Is this trying to position herself for four years from now? It's a good question, and it's probably the best bet. I mean, initially, weeks ago, there was talk that she was doing this to be Trump's number two, and there was maybe even a possibility of that. As of right now, it seems that it could be more in the cards for four years from now. I mean, people have almost been saying that for a few months now, both she and Ron DeSantis. You know, is this more leveraging to get your name out there, name recognition up against Trump. Trump, I mean, my gosh, she has better name recognition than anyone. So are you just trying to make a bigger name for yourself in four years when this is probably going to be a whole different race without obviously someone with the last name of Biden or Trump involved in that race in four years? We're talking with CBS correspondent Matt Piper. You know, one of the things we've talked a lot about, Nikki Haley, but when you look at Donald Trump, I mean, we can't really ignore the fact that he has made history now as a non-incumbent winning both Iowa and New Hampshire. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is really a, a big deal for him. I will say as someone who was talking to the candidates, uh, not the candidates, voters yesterday outside of one of the polling places in Manchester, everyone that I spoke to was a Donald Trump supporter. I honestly didn't speak to one person 
who was a Nikki Haley supporter. So, you know, this was a big day for him. This has been a big last week for him between both states. That said, Nikki Haley still got about 43 percent of the vote here. That is almost half. So, you know, she is someone who's been saying for the last several months, the polls show that if I am the Republican nominee, I will beat Joe Biden by as many as 10 or more percentage points. And that's not the same for Trump, she says. So she's still gunning for this Republican primary later on this year because she says, I'm the one who can still beat Joe Biden. And at the end of the day, yes, Trump did win here, but it was not a landslide. You know, it was still almost half of the people in the state want someone besides Donald Trump. And that could be a big question for him if he winds up being the nominee later in November when it is presumably, possibly him versus Joe Biden and how he would do against him. And Joe Biden did win New Hampshire last night as a write-in candidate. He was not on the ballot because Democrats have decided not to pursue Iowa and uh, New Hampshire. They are starting essentially in South Carolina. And then there's also Nevada coming up, which um, is anyone focusing on that? Not yet. You know, it's you're right. This was a kind of a weird thing where the DNC decided to push for South Carolina to be their first primary state. So the Democrats' first primary is actually in about a week, the first week of February, whereas the Republican in South Carolina primary is about the last week of February. Um, you know, they're, they're certainly starting to get on the campaign trail. Kamala Harris has been out there for the last couple of weeks. Uh, there was a shakeup yesterday in Biden's own senior advisors. Some of them are leaving their positions to now go and out on the campaign trail for President Biden. That happened, we found out, at like 6 or 7 p.m. last night. So clearly they started to maybe see some of the exit polls and some of the numbers and started to think, all right, we might need to go in another direction here because this might be Donald Trump versus Joe Biden again. And they are, it looks like, trying to get their ducks in a row to possibly have this matchup again in a few months. Matt, thank you so much. Good to talk to you. All right, thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 